Shalom. Our topic is in honor of Tu B'Shvat, which has started here already uh, in Israel. Do you say an after bracha after eating one pomegranate seed? Now, um, how could this come up? So it could be there's somebody who who uh, is not really so much into pomegranates, but it's Tu B'Shvat, and somebody opens a pomegranate and uh, says, you know, I have one seed. So that's the question. Now, this does come up uh, uh, with with the, the question is not just about a pomegranate seed, but any any uh, fruit which uh, is is a is a whole unit. So, for instance, one grape uh, would be a would be uh, would be the same question. Now, terminology that is used in halacha for this uh, kind of phenomenon is called a beria, uh, a beria, which is, which is one holistic creation. It is relevant for prohibitions. The question is, is it relevant for brachot? It's relevant for the, for the rules of, of, of saying blessings, for saying after blessings. Now, um, in general, we... We require, there's a difference between a, a, a blessing before eating and a blessing after eating. A blessing before eating, so whatever you're going to eat, you say a bracha, even if you're going to eat a kolshu. So if you eat a, a, a tiny bit of soup, eat a tiny uh, morsel of, uh, of a cracker, so you say, you say the appropriate bracha. But an after bracha, uh, so, so there's a certain quantity which is required uh, you see, by the way, in in the biblical level uh, after bracha or birkat hamazon, uh, the 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 blessing that we say after having a meal. So it says ve'achalta ve'savata uve'rachta. You eat and you're satiated. So you see that the that it is it is not only uh, eating that obligates an after bracha, but satiation that obligate uh, that obligates an after bracha. Now. Now it is uh, it is true that we say birkat hamazon even after an act of eating, which would be a kizayit. Uh, 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 but here also that's a that's a rabbinic requirement. So um, the but 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 what remains is that even on a rabbinic level, a pre bracha blessing that you make before eating a food, you make whatever quantity you eat, and after bracha you make only after you have what we refer to as a shi'ur. Shi'ur is a measure, a certain measure of food. Now, uh, in general, the shi'ur that we're familiar for, for foods, for fruits, for salads, is kezayat, uh, the, the size of an, of an olive. And the question is, if a pomegranate seed is smaller than the size of an olive, if one grape is smaller than the size of an olive, et cetera, et cetera. So, so why is there a side to say an afterbrach? Okay, so what we're gonna do tonight is, uh, is, is go through the sources of this from the Gemara to, to the Poski. This is, this is almost the opposite of the way we, we dealt with last week's question, uh, where, we, where we were working um, uh, with the contemporary literature. So, so let's have a look. Everything starts with the Yerushalmi. There's Yerushalmi that says the follow, that Rabbi Yochanan, it's, it's, it's kind of a colorful story, 
Rabbi Yochanan Nasev Zeso Baruch Lefana Velachrav. He took a, 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 an olive and he made a bracha before and afterwards. Rabbi Chia Barba was looking at him. Said Rabbi Yochanan, Bavlaya, Babylonian. So apparently Rabbi Chia Barba came from Babylonia, from Babylon, from Bavel. Lamat Vistakelbi, why, why are you looking at me? You don't hold from the basic principle of brachos that anything that is from uh, one of the seven species, one of the seven species, wheat, barley, uh, grapes, uh, 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 figs, pomegranates, uh, dates, and uh, olives and dates, doesn't uh, needs a needs a blessing before and afterwards. So the Gemara says, So he says he holds from the principle. But what was what did he need? To, what was he so concerned about? What did he need to know about? Doesn't the 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 olives uh, pit uh, minimize its size? Wait a second. Now the Gemara throws the question back at Rabbi Yochanan. Wait a second. Doesn't Rabbi Yochanan uh, have a problem with the fact that the pit of the olive itself makes eating one olive less than a kezayit? So why did Rabbi Yochanan do that? In other words, uh, ironically, a kezayit, according to this, is by definition not going to be a kezayit. Why? Because an olive includes a pit. The pit is something you don't eat, but the requirement of eating is the size of an olive. And by definition, you won't eat, a, you won't eat the, the pit. You're not going to eat the pit. So, so let's say if a person has a, um, has a, a, a watermelon or he has a, 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 a pomelo or he has some large fruit, and he has a kezayit of an olive-sized one. But ironically, the olive itself would always be without the pit. So now what's with Rabbi Yochanan? Why did Rabbi Yochanan make a, make a blessing afterwards? It has to be a, you have to eat a kezayit. And by definition, the, the pit is going to take it out of being a kezayit. What, what was Rabbi Yochanan doing? Mishum Beria, because of, of, uh, of it was a, a creation. Now, what does that mean? It was a whole, total, uh, independently existing unit. In other words, a, a, uh, there's a special status to something that is a whole olive. Even though the whole olive is less than the size of a kezayit, because, because you don't eat the pit, but when you eat it, you eat, you eat the olive as a whole. He says more. He says, even if you were to eat one, one um, uh, grape or one uh, pomegranate seed, what we'd call a pomegranate seed, which would be, which should be just, um, just one of these, just this, so uh, you would also make it after bracha, he says. So now, um, the, that's the Yerushalmi. 
So it would follow from this Yerushalmi explicitly that if you had one uh, pomegranate seed, you would make a bracha, certainly before, but you would also make a bracha afterwards. Uh, so that would be already, if we were to just paskin based on the uh, based on this Yerushalmi, the answer would be 100% yes. Problem. There's a Bavli that is not clear if it goes against it. How was it that Rabbi Yochanan blessed, made a bracha on a, on a uh, salted date, salted olive? Well, sounds like the same story. Came at the Shekila Legarine Batzule Shiura. Since he removes the pit, so the shiur is diminished. The, the amount, the set amount that, that requires an afterbracha is diminished. This seems to be a bavli discussing the identical topic as the Rishalmi. And let's see how it unfolds. Is it going to go with the Rishalmi or not go with the Rishalmi? If it would go with the Rishalmi, we would expect to see. No, 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 it's a barrier. It's, it's, it's one total unit, even though it's less than a, a, a kezayit, it's still a total unit. Amar lei, mi savart kezayit gadol ba'inan. Kezayit be'inani ba'inan. Vahu da'isil l'kamen to Rabbi Yochanan, zayit gadol hu. So the Gemara has a different answer here. The Gemara says, who says that you need a big olive? You need a middle-sized olives. And, uh, if you go to the if you go to the shuk, to the place where they sell the olives, you'll see there are many different sized olives. There's tiny olives, there's giant olives, there's middle-sized olives. So the shear of, of, of an olive for the shear of kezayit is a middle-sized olive. And Rabbi Yochanan was eating a, a, a large olive. And the large olive, the total uh, volume of the large olive minus the pit equals this, the total size of a middle-sized olive. Even though he removed the pit, still he, he was left over with a shear. So we have a, a bavli, which seems to discuss the exact same issue, yet it gives a different answer. Now, um, just a word, by the way. According, there might be, let's, let's, uh, uh, let's have a look first at Tosfos. And the first approach in Tosfos, Uvi Rishalmi, the Biberium of Archinum Afilopachos Mikazayas. According to the Rishalmi, over a beria, over a, over a separate, over a total unit, you make a blessing even if it's less than a Kazayat, even if it's less than an olive size. Vicholek al Gemara Didan. The Gemara, the Tosfos are explicit. The Rishalmi argues on the Bavli. Like it implies here, therefore we don't rule like that, Yerushalmi, because when there's a, a, a an argument between the conclusions of the Bavli and the conclusion of the Yerushalmi, we follow the we follow the Bavli. Now, just a word about the concept. It seems to be that according to the to the uh, Yerushalmi, the concept of a shiur, the concept of this of this this size, which obligates an after bracha, is, is not, it doesn't have to do with, with quantity or dimensions or volume. Rather, it has to do with importance. And when there's a certain size, that, give, that means that you've eaten a, a, an important amount. And then it follows 
that if you were to eat some amount, some something which was important, independent of its amount, so therefore you would also make an after bracha. In other words, the the sheer the 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 amount that you eat is not a, an objective quantity, but rather it's a quantity that creates a quality. In other words, if you have if you have enough if you have enough amount, you've got uh, something that's 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 significant. That's something that's important. Well, you can have something that's significant and, and important, but less than an amount. What if you have something that itself is a whole unit? So um, uh, just to 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 think where we might meet this uh, in our lives and somewhere else. Um, there are certainly in the in the area of of uh, of of what things are worth. Um, a, an entire, a, a tiny, um, let's say you have a tiny little bug. Well, that's a total organism as opposed to a piece of a larger bug. I know that's a little, a little uh, gross, but the concept I think comes out that that an organism that itself is 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 a total organism has a certain level of importance that uh, a piece of something bigger might not necessarily have. But if you get to a certain amount, well, then that's also a significant quantity. Qual that's also significant, not only in quantity, but in quality. And by the way, the fact that quantity could create quality uh, just look at a minion with 10 people. You've got, you've got a significant amount of people. And it could be that uh, for argument's sake, you would have 10 uh, simple people and, and, and nine great Talmudachachamim. The nine people couldn't say Kaddish, but the 10 could. So that's an example where quantity uh, makes quality. But the Dean of Beria that the Rishalmi speaks about said, wait a second, maybe sometimes the, 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 there's something that is smaller in quantity, but greater in quality. Okay. Um, Tosus goes on. Rabbi Yossi found a way of resolving the Bavli and the Rishalmi. Here in the Bavli, we're talking about the where the where the pits were previously removed, vinimlach, and it was salted. It wasn't kibriato. It wasn't as it was created, meaning it wasn't in its original natural state. Now we're understanding birya as as something in its natural state. If you were to eat it uh, complete. Even if it was one uh, uh, seed of the of the pomegranate, you would you would make a bracha before and afterwards also. And but the Rishami thought that when that olive that Rabbi Yochanan ate was a complete olive. Uh, 
And, and therefore, it had to explain that uh, it was a situation where he ate a barrier. He ate, ate something in its uh, completeness, its natural state. Uh, and, and there's no argument between them. Okay, so up until now, we have a Yerushalmi and a Bavli that seem to argue. And that's according to one, pro one approach in the Tosos that they do argue. According to the Yerushalmi, if one eats one grape, one pomegranate, even though it's smaller than a kazayat, uh, you still would make an after bracha. Whereas according to the uh, Bavli, uh, you see Rabbi Yochanan uh, was, uh, was makbid according to the, was very particular that you should have a complete kazayat. But Rabbi Yossi, the, in, with brought in Tosos holds, that, that the Bavli Yerushalmi agree. So it follows that there's going to be two approaches in the Tosos, whether we rule like that Yerushalmi or not. The Rambam does not seem to bring this Yerushalmi at all. But Medvarim Amorim, he talks about the after bracha. You ate it less than a kezayit. Whether it was bread or other foods. The same thing goes for liquids. Less than a revit. Whatever kind of liquid it was. Even if it was high quality wine. Um, <coughs> Beforehand, you make the proper, proper bracha, the appropriate bracha. You don't make any bracha. No mention at all of the concept of, of beria when with, with regards to an after bracha. So we can add the Rambam ostensibly to the list that rejects this Yerushalmi lahalacha. The tour quotes Yerushalmi. So if you have one uh, a grape or one pomegranate seed, you wouldn't make a brach blessing, even though it's not a kezayat, even though it's not the size of an olive. The tosot are in doubt, meaning tosot have two approaches on this. Now, here, according to the to the, the tour, says, best to make sure not to eat such a fruit, to get out of, out of a doubt. He brings the Ramam as one who, who doesn't hold from this. Again, he says, he says his father, the Rush, doesn't seem to hold from it. And, and the same thing is true for the Ramam. You know, I, I skipped the, the, in the ellipsis there, it's referring to his father. So, so the tour quotes the Ramam who holds that, that uh, that's not the case. We don't, we don't uh, have to make an after after uh, after bracha over a barrier, but he does bring Tosus's doubt, and his caution is avoid it. The Beis Yosef um, quotes Rabbeinu Yona, who also says, "Because of Nira it seems that our Gemara is arguing with Yerushalmi. But it's possible to resolve our, our Bavli with Yerushalmi. If it's something where the way is to eat it without, uh, where, where the way is not to eat it with the seed, there has to be a shear, milvada gari. There has to be a, a quantity besides the, the pit. 
it, 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 it's going to never be a barrier. If you remove the garin, if you remove the pit, the way which is natural, no yisher shalim. It won't be. It won't be complete. Uh, must be that we're talking about a big, big, a big uh, olive. But if it's something that is eaten with the pit, if it's a a, a pomegranate seed or or uh, or grapes or cherries and the like, I think Udganios is cherries. If you only ate one unit, even though it doesn't have a, it doesn't have a, a kezai, we consider it a barrier, and you make a blessing afterwards, that's Rabbeinu Yonah. Rabbeinu Yonah seems to be offering perhaps a second approach. Um, it could be that Rabbi, Rabbeinu Yonah uh, is suggesting that what really makes a difference is, do you eat the pit or not? Not perhaps the question of, was the pit already removed or not? Let's say somebody put a whole olive in his mouth and then removed the pit. Would we say that he would make an after bracha because he ate a beria? Whereas if he first removed the pit, then he would not. I don't know if Rabbi Yonah is saying that. I think Rabbi Yonah is saying the big deal is, do you normally eat it with the pit inside or not? And the fact that you stick the whole thing in your mouth doesn't necessarily make a difference. I'm, I'm, I'm speculating on this, on this Rabbi Yonah. Um, now, Beis Yosef concludes, since there's so many rabbis that are, are in doubt about this, meaning as opposed to the Rambam and opposed to the first approach in in uh, in the um, in the Tosfos, one should be cautious, like the tour said, not to eat a beria by itself, not to eat one grape, one pomegranate seed, one um, whatever cherry, if it doesn't have a kazayit. Um, that's what the tour said. In other words, what comes out from the Beis Yosef's halacha is avoid eating a beria. Why? You're getting yourself into a suffix. If one eats hauchel pachos mikazayas, bein mi pas, bein mi sharochlin vashosa pachos miravis, bein mi aimi mishar mashkim mavorach tchilu mavorach haruyelo so amin laacharav eno mavorach klal. If you don't have uh, a kazayas of of bread or other salads, and you don't have a ravis of wine or other liquids, you don't make any afterbrach. And here we go. The yesh mistapkim lomar. There are those who raise the doubt. Shall davarshu kibriaso something that is as it was in its initial state, kigon gargir shalanav, a a uh, one grape, oshel rimon, or one pomegranate seed, shebavarchim la'achrav that you do make a bracha afterwards, afal bishem bo kezayit, 
even though it doesn't have a kezayit, even though it doesn't have an olive size. Therefore, one should avoid eating it. Haga. Now, there's a definitional issue now. It's only called a beria if you eat it as is. But if you remove the garin, you remove the seed, the pit, it's not considered a beria. Now, this seems to be that the main issue is, is not necessarily did you put the whole olive in your mouth or did you remove the seed before? But the way he formulates it, it also sounds that <clears throat> is it eaten as is, like one seedless grape? Or those people who, who don't spit out the little white uh, seed within the red pomegranate seed? And he quotes from Rabbi Yonah, um, along with the Basils of B'Shem Rashba. The Mishnah Burah, uh, explains that the issue of a beria, excuse me, sorry, it keeps on jumping. Yeah, so he he brings the approach that you make a blessing afterwards, and he says, mipnei chashivuta. It's because of its importance. That was the swirl that we gave before that um, the whole concept behind a beria is that, is that it's, it's an important unit. Just like a kezayit is an important quantity, a beria is important qualitatively. And if you were to take that one pomegranate seed and crush it up, you were going to take that one grape and crush it up, uh, it would no longer be called a beria. And the, now, uh, he he now is commenting on the Ramah who says, it's not a beria unless you eat it as is. But if you remove the pit, it's no longer called a beria. So says the Mishnah Brura, the Haino imagari. If you eat it at, with the pit, vafilu imagari neno roi lechol klal, kevan shal kolpanim balakulo. Here he's, he makes it crystal clear. If you are the kind who, who eats a pomegranate and swallows it along with that little white thing in the middle, if you're the kind that eats a grape, a grape uh, not, with, not, a seed, not just a seedless grape, but even a grape with seeds, but you swallow the whole thing with the seeds, so then it's considered a berry. Um, now, Right. The uh, the last point is that um, the in, in the Ramah it says that uh, that the issue is swallowing it whole, even with an unedible um, 
Oops. Okay, we're back. Uh, an unedible uh, pit. So the Sharetzian says, even though, according to Rabbeinu Yonah, as we read before, it could be that a that a uh, that a barrier that it's something is not considered a barrier because it's it's not eat, it's not edible. It's normally edible because Tosfos and the Rush and the Tour and the Raspa and Rabbi Yerukum, all of them hold that it's still a barrier. We hold like them because they all seem to be calling uh, one olive a barrier. And even though the Magen of Ram explained that the Ramah might be following all of these approaches and not just taking one side, and he was talking about grapes and, 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 and uh, pomegranates because, because the pit is eaten. Nevertheless, Ladina Bevada Hadinima Mamar Mordechai, Hukumoshe Hizbir Devarav, like he explained him, Ubifrat Bedivri Hamudus of Abera Gra, Isa Beferis, Dadasa Ramau, Kedasa Rashba, Ayin Sham. So according to this, um, the one should avoid eating uh, not only uh, a a uh, one grape or one uh, uh, pomegranate, but even um, even one olive. Um, and um, and uh, so so in conclusion, um, it seems like. Uh, the the ruling that we're getting is avoid eating a beria because it puts you in a position of a safek bracha. I assume that if you did eat a beria because it's a safek bracha, you would say safek brachos lahakel. Um, the same way uh, now, let's say you did eat a beria. What do you do then? And so, so the simple thing was, okay, so now eat something that will definitely be a shiur. Let's say you don't have it. I assume that, that we're going to ask your local Orthodox rabbi. It seems to be that we would, we would apply the principle of suffix brachot la'akel. If there's a doubt about blessings, you should be lenient. But uh, what seems clear is avoid eating a barrier, not only one grape or one pomegranate seed, but even one date. That's the way the Sharat scene seems to be going at the end of the day. Anyways, that's what I wanted to share with you today um, about, uh, about the concept of Beria. And uh, uh, it, should be, it should be, number one, Inyana uh, Diyoma uh, uh, of Tishab, of, of Tishab, of, uh, of Tubishvat. And, uh, and number two, um, uh, it's, it's my, uh, my father-in-law's yurt site, Rabbi Yitzhak ben Chaim Shimon Ozer, and should be for his for his memory.